0: The very last step in the analytics roadmapping process is rollout. and This is when you actually roll out the analytics project to the end customer. Often there are many things that are overlooked that require you to go back to the dev stage or to previous stages because the rollout wasn't done effectively. In this last episode of the series, I will help you understand what makes a successful rollout. And ultimately, a successful rollout is hardly noticeable. That it's just like a switch being turned on and everybody is on the same page as far as the new changes that are taking place. Hey, this is Caleb, and you're listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. We talk about a series of topics related to healthcare and analytics. Behind the scenes supporting our work is my teammate Tatsuya Murao. So let's get into it. How can you establish a good process for rolling out specific pieces of work? Well, there are three different things that you need. You need prelim items, you need a specific rollout procedure, and you need a follow-up to the rollout. So what prelim items do you need? What things do you need before you even begin the prelim process? And the first is training. If you don't have training within your team or within your customer about how to use the analytics toolset that you are given, then it's very, very difficult to know what the switch will be like. Every new piece of technology needs a set of training. And the reason why is because if you just hand somebody a piece of work or an analytics toolset without giving them proper training, then the work that is being done and the toolset will be underutilized greatly. And so if they're used to using something previously and they have to switch to a more modified and more advanced tool set, it's very difficult to make that jump because they're used to using a previous set of tools to get their work done. And although you think that, hey, this will make their life a lot easier and this is intuitive, oftentimes it's not as intuitive as you may think if you're inside a development team or leading the development team. And so training is essentially a piece of the process where it may only take thirty minutes, it could take an hour call. It doesn't have to be as extensive depending on the on the analytics tool site that you're delivering, but it needs to be there so that everybody is on board with the new process that is being rolled out and you may heard of the saying. Proper training prevents poor performance. That's what we're trying to eliminate here. At the front end, we're trying to eliminate poor performance so that we can get the maximum amount of effort out of the work that has been done. In order to support good training, you need documentation that is detailed, that is easy to understand, and that is applicable for the client or for the customer who is using the application. And so if you have good documentation and good training, you can send off the documentation ahead of time and say, hey, here's the documentation ahead of our training session. If you have any questions, please feel free to respond beforehand. And then the training can go a lot smoother because everybody understands that they're supposed to read the documentation and understand the documentation before they even reach the training process. And usually the documentation is done in a series of different ways, but it can be done throughout the development process, it can be done after development, but wherever documentation is, I would recommend that you take the time necessary to write good documentation. And the reason why is because if good documentation is not articulated, then even your team and your development team will have trouble backtracking to what they did before. And so if you keep breadcrumbs of what you've done within your project and how things have changed and what you what what is working now then it will be a lot easier to deliver clean and effective documentation to the end customer that they enjoy and that they value i can't tell you how many times i have looked at documentation for an api a data set a tool whatever it is and have been very frustrated because it did not give me the information that I needed. I would have to often read between the lines and make assumptions about how something worked without actually understanding it before testing. And so I would actually have to go into developer mode and test out all of the things that I thought were right or not because the documentation did not specify what was necessary. So good documentation can support excellent training in ways that can eliminate hours of frustration down the road. After training and documentation, you need a rollout plan before you can start rolling everything out. And so this rollout plan could be something as simple as a paragraph saying, hey, we're going to roll out this series of tools, this series of reports that cover these specific topics. And this rollout plan will be executed on this date. And I should mention that in any rollout plan, you need a date that you're going to make that switch to roll this project out. And timelines as far as what the rollout will look like, how you will roll it out across an organization or across a specific division within your organization. And once you have a rollout plan, then everybody's fully on board because the essential people have the training they need. There's documentation to support the training and the project as a whole. And then there's a plan that everybody is on board with about how to roll this out across the people who need to use the analytics project. So after you have those prelim items of training, documentation, and a rollout plan, then the rollout is the next thing that you need to do. And a rollout process needs to be led, most likely, by the customer leader. If you remember, the core people within a development team is the developers, the customer leader, and the product leader. And so when you are rolling something out, the customer leader will be the most equipped in many cases to roll this out across the customer set that you are delivering the analytics project for. If this is an internal project, then the rollout plan will include a rollout for those in your organization. And the customer leader would then interface with those who are going to use the analytics toolset. And oftentimes, if the customer leader understands what work the developers are doing and how the project was built from the first place, and If the customer leader has done their job throughout the project, then it's very, very easy for them to work with the end customer in order to roll out the project. And so they would do presentations, they would do trainings, they would gather documentation from the developers in order to roll out the project. Often the customer leader will work with somebody specifically who is the closest to a customer. And so if you're working within your organization and you are trying to set up, let's say, a customer portal for patients, then the person closest to that customer portal within your organization would be who your customer leader interacts with because they would be able to see things from the customer's perspective. And so you would need the customer leader to interface with those who are closest to that customer and or the customer themselves. And once the customer can do so, then they can measure and they can report how the rollout is going from the beginning to the end of the rollout process. If the rollout goes smoothly, then the customer leader doesn't really need to do an entire lot outside of training, gathering documentation, and then making sure that the client is comfortable with this new rollout. And so when the date comes to roll out the project, then the customer leader, the dev team, and everybody else involved can just essentially flip on the switch and it runs smoothly. I would recommend, though, that the customer leader and the devs stay on board for a given period of time to make sure that that rollout goes smoothly and that switch goes on. And so within our company at Arcos Analytics, what we do is whenever a rollout is being accomplished, then we'll say, Hey, we will be on board for three to four days and closely monitor this rollout process so that if there are any mishaps, we can take care of them from the onset because oftentimes what will happen is there will be a bug or a fix that needs to be done and the dev team that you dedicated to this is already off doing something else and is not dedicated to making sure that the rollout goes smoothly. And if this happens, which often happens in healthcare, is that the developers then go off and do another project and then there's a bug or a fix that needs to happen and it doesn't get addressed until a year afterwards. And when that happens, when bugs or fixes aren't done during the rollout process or, or even beforehand, then they can linger on and the effectiveness of the toolset is diminished greatly. And so that's why I would recommend the customer leader has everybody on board so that the rollout process goes as smoothly as possible, the customers are comfortable, and everybody is on the same page. After you initiate a successful rollout and fundamentally a switch has been flipped, and everybody is now using the new analytics toolset. the last thing that you need to put in place is a follow-up process. And this is a support process so that if anything happens with the project moving forward, you have those support individuals who can assist in making sure that that tool set and that technology stack is able to stand on its own. Oftentimes, in larger organizations, what will happen is that the developers will develop the the development team will develop the specific tools in analytics. they will help with the rollout process under the guidance of the customer leader and then once the rollout is being completed, then they will hand off any support material to another team to support. And so there will be a support team that helps support this project and many other projects to make sure that they're running smoothly, that the databases are not lagging, all of those small things that require a constant attention, there will be a support team that does so because they'll be able to support the project that was just being stood up as well as previous projects that were already accomplished. And so, depending on your organization, a support person could be one dedicated person. it could be it could be a team. It just depends on your setup and where you are as far as leading your organization. But the dev team would be there to support that project to a specific point before they can go on to another project. And so you need to just communicate up front what that will entail. How far will the development team go in, sub- in supporting and building out the project before they have permission to move on to other projects that take other priority and hand it off to the support team? Oftentimes, when we develop projects at Arcos Analytics, we will work with the client through the rollout process and be on board for a specified number of days or maybe two weeks so that the client is comfortable with the analytics project that we delivered. And then after that, then we will work with a support person within their organization so that they can handle anything that comes up. And in that way, they know that they can reach out to us if they need to make a modification or an improvement or whatever but they will have somebody in their organization who can support it and is knowledgeable about the tool set that we just delivered. Have you ever received a nice gift that has a beautiful red bow on top? If it's Christmas or your birthday or whatever, you think to yourself, oh, the bow really isn't important. Like It's not really essential to whatever is in the box, but it's really nice because it is a signal to me that people have actually taken care of all the details. And that is what a successful rollout is about. It will signal to your customers and your clients that all of the details have been taken care of and have been meticulously gone through. And a successful rollout involves any prelim items you need, the rollout process itself, and then a strong follow-up process. And once you have those things in place, then everybody will be able to look back at not only the rollout, but the entire project and mark it as a success. Because if not, then the alternative is to have a poor rollout process, but you did a lot of work in the, on the front end with development, etc. But if the rollout is not as neat and as organized as possible, then you're going to have to go back and fill in those specific pieces that you missed. And so if a training isn't done effectively, if documentation isn't done, if the rollout plan wasn't explicitly understood, then you'll have to go back and you'll have to go to those items and fix those items or cover them up in order for the customer to be happy with the end product. And so might as well, up front, have a good rollout process that everybody agrees with and everybody's on board with so that the entire project can be adopted and used. Feel free to reach out to us on any ideas or concepts that you think have been essential for you and or you are curious about. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Be sure to rate, like, and subscribe to the podcast as we are ramping up through the end of this year. Thanks, and we'll talk to you later.